You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. Starting off this podcast by talking about other podcasts. Other podcasts. Yeah. Exactly. Other way more famous Are we podcasts. On? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we start, okay. we, we, start. We, start, we start cold and honest, you know? Yep. Cold and honest. Are you cold? It, it you is cold. cold in it here. is really I'm cold in here. I threw my, my scarf on. Yeah. What's the matter with you guys? No, it's okay. Well, Man, that's because uh, Walter I didn't still has the uh, the drunk sweats. I didn't move around well, a lot he today. still has the drunk sweats. <laughs> you weren't with me last night. I just, I knew that, oh, there, I knew a story from last night that implied that there was some drinking. Did you drink Which here is last the thing night? what I just told yeah. you? <laughs> it was Tommy Marshall's like going away shit show thing here. We did it like it was kind of like an informal like comics only show. And um fucking the ski and snowboard club of America. Yeah, well yeah, so well, well anyway. <laughs> there was there was a group of young people downstairs at the bar downstairs. Millennials. Millennials. Oh, millennials, yeah, my favorite. <laughs> and this one girl like and, and I mean just to give to, to paint a picture here. She's got like I I want to say it is would it be offensive to say she had porn star makeup on? Oh, the sh- the, 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 the the I like the smoky around yeah, the eyes. You no, know, yeah, I and, love that. And she's, wearing, <laughs> and she's wearing like this sort of like Apache like. So anyway, so she's like hammered and stuff. Apache and, she, and she, like this is like you know like sort of like a faux native pattern. Okay, sweater okay, thing. okay. Anyway, so she's like, like other than. How hot is she? I want. I, I feel that she she's, was, she was pretty hot. Actually. Exactly, because I was she like, was, based based on knowing she was, where the, she was pretty hot. Based on knowing where the story is going, I feel that she's like used to a yes, world. Yes, exactly. No, because and she was like trying to like possibly pull hotness. us up on stage and dance. And I'm like just talking about like Scott Carter and Tommy in the back and stuff. We're just like shooting the shit back there, and like and she's trying to pull like Carl Knox and trying to make all these guys come up. And like she really, really like attention starved. I know? love that. And then <laughs> and, and, and we're and we're just like shooting it down. We're just like no, fuck it. We're just like back there drinking and stuff. And then she. And then she just got pissed off on point. She just grabbed like a like a pint full of beer and just chucked it at Tommy. Oh, and it hit Tommy that's, that's and it hit it Scott shitty. and it hit me. That's when it got shitty. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Too and then, bad. And then uh, you know she bolted down the stairs and then Tommy bolted down the stairs after her and then me and Scott bolted down the stairs after Tommy to make sure oh, <laughs> that, that it goes south. Oh, Nothing man. went untoward. Yeah. How, so anyway, I don't like even know that I told that never story. Came up to me. Like they they come up to me now. Where were they like fifteen years ago? You know Where were they exactly. Oh. <laughs> hey, this Sucks. is what I'm talking about. Guido Grasso's in the house, everybody. Guido Grasso's hey, 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 our second hey. Guido of the uh, yes. of the show. Yes, and I want to just before, and so this doesn't become a thing, or no one is confused. Guido Grasso, Guido Cocomelo, yeah. not related by blood. No, no, a lot of people think we are. You told me that you were. You, d- you know, oh, you know why they think why. that? Because you lie to <laughs> people <laughs> and you tell them that you're <laughs> yeah, related. No, Guido's a good friend of mine. That's I've known him for a long time. That's a way to start we were it. roommates in New York City together. Uh, we're both the we're about a week apart in birthdays, and we're both colorblind. He's just the taller. A lot of Italians are colorblind. Eh? Version, yeah, yeah. That's why we're all racist. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, Should that be yeah. mean? No, the other one, racist. Yeah, yeah. It means none of us are. Racist. No, yeah. Guido's a good man. Yeah, good man. About to, let's keep talking about Guido. Let's keep talking. Well, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, it's now just has you can talk about no, yourself. No, he was third in the person. show. He was. He's let's talk about Guido more. Guido is one of the best <laughs> hosts you can ask for. He uh, he hosted the show that that I'm in, and uh, wow, he he knocked it out of the park. He's so good. And I and I because I for years I, and I've told you this for years I was under the mistaken uh, I was I mistakenly believed that you two were were cousins were actual yeah, you a know, lot of blood, people blood cousins because you told me that but at some point you must have <laughs> I, I need to reinforce he must have but then I told so many people that, that we're related. And I'm like <laughs> I'm like you know how it's crazy how you like barely ever meet a person actually named Guido well not only I know I, two of them and guess what they're fucking related and that's what and happened. I would tell people that story like all the time and like people explain to you that that's not how first names work well I know that's not how first names <laughs> work. well like George in, Foreman, in this case right? it was just a coincidence yeah, but yeah. In, in in school. In in theater school in New York, Guido and I, because you know how in school there was always like you know two Susans or Nancy A and Nancy B. Yeah, we yeah. were the two Guidos for once. 
We, we, got, we, got to ex- we got to experience, hey, Guido, and we both turn around, and so, they all laugh. So Guido's mentioned now a couple times casually that he did theater school in New York. Yeah. Ask Guido who he trained under briefly. Who did you Who's your mentor? Uh, well, two, two of them. One was uh, Paul Sills. Okay. His, his mother is Viola Spolin, uh, okay. who invented the Spolin tech, basically invented improv. You know which one I was really asking. And then the other one was Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. Mm. Mike Nichols, the uh, The the late, great Mike Nichols. See, I'm glad uh, you said that story because I forgot, and I was about to say Sidney Lumet. Yeah, no, no, Mike Nichols, (laughs) who directed, uh, you know, Carnal Knowledge, The Birdcage, and Nichols and May, man. You know, Saturday Night Live wouldn't exist if it wasn't for this guy. Uh, We, Yeah, we got to see him every Wednesday, Guido and I. He'd call us the Guidos. He'd talk a voice like this. (laughs) Really cool. All his classes are, funniest, have been the recorded. Funniest. They're going to be released one day. Oh, crazy. He he recorded very much like this every single one of his classes. So there's going to be a book out one day. I, I, you know, like Brilliant, a, man. And for once, calling a group of people the Guidos. The Guidos. is not a racial slur. He'd yeah. show up in his car with the driver downstairs waiting for him. Nice. Come up, teach the class, and then just take off and go have dinner with Oprah. <laughs> and he was, and, and, he, and, he, and he wouldn't like phone in the courses? He was no, like, he was so into it. He would laugh like crazy. I've seen him like laugh to the point of tears. He's so – you know so when you, there's a great one in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just, just feel it. When is this? This is Circle When. Okay, so this is 2001 October. This is like a month after 9-11 in New York City. And had you just moved there? Or? Uh, I had already been there since 99 because I tried to go to the neighborhood playoffs but still cannot grasp what the hell you were the living, Meisner technique you is. Were living in, in New York, <laughs> you were living in New York City. From 99 to 2005, <laughs> I lived there. So you were there for fucking 9-11? I was on shit? my roof watching it. Are you listening me? to Peter Jennings? I didn't know about that. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. that was so fucked up. I well, spent... now that's what the rest of this podcast. <laughs> is. <laughs> the uh, oh boy, uh, did the, okay. Now, did the buildings look like they went down like in a free fall? Or oh was man, it... we got conspiracy. <laughs> it was this. It was this. That's okay, fucked up. Me, I should have. I should have joked about that. That's really a, fucked up. I, I like... was in downtown Brooklyn, which is Fort Greene, right. which I remember at the time. A brownstone on my street was going for three hundred grand, and oh today Christ. it's like it must be yeah. over a million dollars. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. Just to give you an sure, idea, Guido sure, and sure. I were living in a loft bigger than this comedy club. Seriously? And, uh, How'd you guys score that? Uh, f- uh, the, the Village Voice. Jesus. And uh, yeah, so we were there, and I remember saying, "Oh look, they're on fire! They're on fire! It's falling!" That's what I remember. And then I remember going downstairs to buy D batteries for the radio so we could listen to Peter Jennings. And we were listening to it. And for the rest of the day, we were on the roof. The way I found out was this. Okay, here, quickly. I wake up early. I usually sleep in. So I... I have never spoken to a person who had a... Uh, who was so like a personally I, witnessed. Okay, so here we go. Guido was, uh, Guido was on the 87. He wasn't there yet. He showed up on September 12th. He was on the road driving to New York at the time. Holy Christ. So <laughs> I'm... I'm uh, I wake up, and it was election day. The, uh, the, like the, the U.S. Election? Open was going on. And they were, New York City was voting for mayor. So, on uh, September 11th? Yeah. So, I didn't fucking uh, know that. Yeah. So I do remember this vaguely. We were, like, we were, it, got postponed it was when Giuliani switched over to Bloomberg. And they were saying, like, should Giuliani stick around or whatever? No. And, yeah, no yeah. Bloomberg came in a few years later. He came in that like a week later. Well, why if was memory serves me. Anyway. Giuliani was all over that shit, though. Well, like because he, he was still mayor. He, right. The other guy hadn't gotten sworn in Okay. Yet. So and obviously I guess the the, the voting was canceled, but uh, uh, so I wake up uh, and uh, I start watching the Today Show, and Harry Belafonte, the singer, mm-hmm. shake shake yep, shake, sure. Sonora, Love he was yeah. getting interviewed, and uh, I turn off the Today Show and I start playing Goldeneye because everybody loved Goldeneye. Right, back it's, then. it's still two thousand one, and, and I still game had only been out three four <laughs> years. Yeah. And I and I, I, I play it today. Yeah, and I yeah. I couldn't get past the silo. Oh Christ! <laughs> fuck that silo, this, man. Anyway, so I'm playing Goldeneye, and then I turn. Well, there's a bit of an N64 aficionado. I don't there, know if you so know this. You, so I turn off. Still plays it today. I, we should it, get together sometime. Great game, great game. <laughs> so I turn off the. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Nintendo, and I noticed that my Channel 4 NBC is gone. I don't have it no more. And I'm like, oh, okay. Fuck, uh, I need something. Uh, I f- the iPod hasn't been invented yet. Right. So I turn on <coughs> the radio, and I start listening to Howard Stern. Right. So Howard Stern starts talking about you know the World Trade Center, and I'm like, oh, fucking Howard puts on a rerun. You know? Oh, because you because th- I think bombing. it's the '93 one. I Holy think it's the '93 World Trade Center. And then I start hearing like, uh, "There's people on the roof. People are calling in. Apparently, there's kids on the roof of school." And this. what the hell is this going on? I go up on my roof and I'm freaking out. And I show up and there's 
the, both buildings are on oh, fire now. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, shit, this is real. And I see people on the roofs. They're starting because everyone's starting to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and we're yeah. So just this, to recap here. This is now 9 a.m. One plane hits. Second plane hits. You're trying to clear the silo level. <laughs> Correct. All right. <laughs> That's fair. exactly fair. That's okay. exactly what's happening. All right. For the rest, but I remember the rest of the day like it was yesterday. So then I'm on the roof. Uh, my neighbors start going up on the roof. I run downstairs to get batteries to listen to the radio on the roof. Come back up. It falls. Uh, I don't see the second one fall. I see the first one fall. Then uh, for the rest of the day, we're watching. Uh, but you're in Brooklyn, so it's like yeah. you got. It's like, like I'm in Nuns Island. Yeah, and, ex- exactly. And, and yeah. Plasville Marie. Yeah, and there you yeah. see you saw them from everywhere. Yeah, right? I know. Like, but like you're not. It's not like it's not like you're getting swept up in a debris cloud or something. No, like. but you know what? The subways for a month smelled. They really? smelled of like burnt tires or something. Like really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a month. And one thing people don't remember. Wow, this well, is such, dust, a, man. such a hilarious it. podcast. It was all going down. But this people, is a great podcast. This is this like is real the, light shit here. The, uh, the <laughs> 99. This is episode 99. Like an uh, insider's they, like They never mentioned view, how many candles. Like if we look out the window and we see candles, there yeah. were so many candles in every window. Really? People just put out candles in every window. And then you would walk around never heard about for that. like a week and you would see posters up on on. on Telephone poles. Yeah. This is my dad. He's yeah, missing. missing people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I, remember, I remember that. And that sucks. The yeah. next day, sure enough, I said, "Ooh, this is spooky." I went to the uh, Brooklyn Library at Grand Army Plaza, and I tried to go check out a Nostradamus book, and every Nostradamus book was gone because people were like, "He predicted this." Then I walk into po- <laughs> then I walk into every like uh, bodega looking for postcards of the World Trade Center. Gone, and they're all gone, and. Uh, I sent a postcard to a friend of mine a week before right. in Montreal, which had the World Trade Center on it, and the stamp on that postcard is September 11th, Ooh, which was kind of freaky. And, were you, yeah. and was that like? And was that? I don't know, because like I, it, I was uh, sec four, so I was like, fucking fifteen when that yeah, happened. Yeah, Fourteen, was like fifteen yeah. when yeah, that happened. Twenty-one. And then, and like, did were, like that freak the shit out of you? Was yeah. Really, and then the ra- I, we, I knew right then and there. there. I knocked on my roommate's door at the time, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, dude, the World Trade Center is on fire. It's like, other than, if it was another, if it was anything else, I would have given you a beating. But you got to pass on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for waking me up. Yeah, it changed. I knew right then and there that the world would change. Right then and there. Yeah, so well, I think well, it's like, yeah. I think it's like, it's, a week it's, later, it's our generation's Kennedy assassination. Exactly. Where it's and like, yeah, a week, yeah, a week, where you're kind of like, I know that, exactly yeah. where I was. I remember the yeah. day clearer than any fucking you know, other day. No, everybody like, has a September 12th New York Post. But how many people actually have a September 11th New York Post? Because on the cover, I remember looking at it. I had it. It was, today's the tennis open. It's election day. And the, Serena and that, Williams. Uh, and that politician, the, the big news at that time was that politician that a had. Gary Condit. Gary Condit. Who killed, um, who killed uh, Chandra uh, Lee. Yes. And then, and then yeah. that and then completely, put, all the heat off of him. <laughs> yeah. Totally Jesus. remember that. Yeah, that was 9-11. But then a week later, here, Guido and I are now in. This is my new favorite podcast. <laughs> so a week. A week Crazy 9-11 shit. I was like, <laughs> so. A week Fun late, fact, yeah. we're, we're probably, this is not episode 99 of Go Plug. It, it is. This is episode one, one. Yeah. of We Talk About 9-11 yeah. again and, and again. Then, <laughs> and then Alex Jones, Alex Jones shows up with all his conspiracy. A new, a new series of podcasts where we have Montreal comedians on to talk about 9-11. Uh, That's okay. all we do. All right. So, we, and so then a week later, Guido yeah. and I are in a stand-up comedy <laughs> class at Caroline's on Broadway. Oh, Christ. So we're, we're, now, we're now at So the, shit really picked up like business as usual. We just had to. And then because fast, they kept right? saying, go back. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So a week later, we're, we're in class trying to tell jokes in a stand-up comedy class in Caroline's. And no one wanted to talk about that. All they kept talking about was, you know, shit blowing up. Uh, and uh, and then a week and then we're we're trying to make Mike Nichols laugh doing improv. I wish I rem- I have the notes somewhere about what he said, but he said something along the lines of "Life goes on, we have to just keep yeah. going." Yeah. Uh, oh shit! But uh, I remember that everyone was so paranoid, and I remember at five p.m. that that number seven World Trade Center. I remember the the coverage oh. like, oh, and there goes number seven. That and really then, weird one. That one that fell. seemingly it's collapsed like for no reason. A yeah. block away just yeah. psh, went down. Yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I, I don't want to say this out loud. Say it. <laughs> well, you have Walter. When, when sure. I Write it down on a piece of paper and I'll say it out loud. When I was on the roof, I did hear this on the radio. Uh, I did hear the first, when shit was going down live, yeah. I did hear that the plane had been reportedly shot down 
Yeah, I remember that report too. In Pennsylvania, I did hear that. Now uh, the one that the one that they, they let's they, roll. They, yeah, the let's roll the one that they yeah crashed. But into I don't want to. You know, God bless those poor people. I don't want to. There was there was. I, well, I remember. But I, I remember, remember there was a ton of inaccurate. My, there was a I, lot was, of inaccurate. It could have been an inaccurate report. Yeah. But I remember Peter Jennings, poor guy's dead, Canadian. He said it. Peter Jennings is dead. That's true. Fuck. Uh, lung cancer. Yeah. Anyway, that, this so. is the first time. Just uh, like nine eleven. <laughs> That I remember the internet, like, my first, like, real, like, I, I had the internet beforehand, late 90s and whatever else like that, but where, like, the internet became, like, a news source, my buddy, John, like, we went to his place, and he had, like, multiple screens, a couple computers, had chat rooms with, like, BBSs set up from New York, yeah. like, with, like, People live... People were live, kind of tweeting. Basically, because, like, before Twitter, yeah. before Facebook... It was just, like, message boards. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. message boards, like, coming in, whatever. We had multiple news streams, and he had set up, like, a command, like, a 9-11 command Jesus center. Christ. It was, no, but I'm just saying, it was, like, the first time where I was, like, oh, fuck, news is coming from the internet, and it's, like, faster than the news. You know, yeah. like, it's like people were like... It's, look, it's, it, like you said, it's our Kennedy. It's a thing that changed the world. It changed information. Yeah. Uh, and actually, here's one. People kept trying to call me, and the lines were blocked. I, yeah, I remember that. The, the phones didn't People were trying to call yeah. me. I still had a house line. Yeah. People were trying to call Both me. that didn't work? No. Holy people shit. were trying to call me. And then <laughs> I call up my dad, who is in Italy at this moment with my mom, just having a vacation right. in September. And... Uh, I call him up and he's like, "Hey Guido, what's happening? Oh, just here with my mother. You know, we're eating. We're all having. What's going on?" I'm like, uh, "Turn on the fucking TV." Yeah. <laughs> he turns on the TV. Holy shit! He had yeah, no yeah, idea. Yeah. I told him about what yeah. was going on. Yeah. Well, the I whole remember, world stopped, man. Yeah, and I remember. I missed. Uh, I missed Princess Di's death. That was what '97. Something like completely that, yeah. overshadowed uh, Mother, Mother Teresa's, Teresa's Mother death. Teresa, yeah. Yeah. No, and but I, I was up at Gianni Versace too. Yeah, I was up at the cottage with my parents, and Walter's been up to the cottage. Like, there's yeah. there's no nothing, no cell phone reception, no radio, no, no it's anything. Like Carcosa. Like, yeah, like exactly. And it's like <laughs> when we we went to the neighbors, and they were all talking about him. We're like, what are you talking about? And it had been like a week that we had just been up at the cottage, just doing stuff. And I was like, it felt so weird to have that like. I'll tell you something reaction. about that, though. I have a sister Princess who is Di. oblivious to what's going on in the world. She's the type of person that'll come up to me and be like, I really got to get on this TV show Friends everybody's watching. You know what I mean? Like, she's, <laughs> like now. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what's funny about this her Ross is that and Rachel, what's going to happen? She's always laughing. She's always smiling because she has no idea what's going on in the world. Mm. There's something to be said about that. Yeah, Here I sure. am, complete. Like the first thing I do every day is Google News, and I have to check what's yeah, going yeah. on. And I'm walking around paranoid and miserable on a daily basis, yeah. but I'm informed. My sister is so happy, yeah. and she doesn't. All she cares about is her kids. She has ki- well, she has and, kids. And, there you and go. life, yeah. and that's it. What's for dinner? That's it. Yeah. And <laughs> I love that. Like this, this thing I'm addicted to. <laughs> yeah, He's holding yeah, his phone. Are. He's holding. No, his phone. and on top of that too, it's uh, Guido holds. Guido yeah. holds he was saying Guido the internet. His phone up <laughs> no, no, no. But I was reading. I was reading a thing. There's a. Um, Reports where they talk about the fact that we're in the long piece, where it's like if you look at actual war-related violence since World War II, it's on the decline. Like, and you look at actual casualties, it's, it's like actually declining. But it seems like it's everywhere. Exactly, that's it. And they're like, it's all perception. Yeah. But they're like, nothing, nothing remotely since World War II has come close to World War II. Is how shitty it is. But because of we find out about it because of yeah. news cycles, like. If there was a an international squabble over in Europe in like hundred years ago, we'd never hear what about, about it. What about like what the late nineteen ninety four like Milosevic Slobodan? How many people did the Miss Sarajevo the and all that? And all yeah, like all that Serbian shit. How many people stuff? died there? A that lot. was just that was a pre. Lot. That was a fucking genocide. That was just yeah. that was pre. Still a fraction pre- of anything that happened in World War Two though. World War II, Russia alone had 25 million yeah, casualties. Yeah, Right? So that's like, imagine the population of Canada disappears in four years, right? No, but, and they're like, it's one of those things where every now and then you need to take a bit of a step back and be like... No, I love that. Oh, shit's not... Is, it's, I'm not nobody's saying shit's great. Like, world has problems. But you're like, stuff is not as bad yeah. as... I'll send it's you like a video, those, Walter. Those, send nice. you a video that'll Those like, conspiracy theory guys. You know those on Facebook, you see all your different friends, and then there's the ones that are all conspiracy guys. So you're never going to get Walter. an answer. No, but no, not, no, I'm kidding. No, but, <laughs> I, I, no, but you're I'm, never going to get I'm an less, answer. I'm less an actual conspiracy nut as much as I'm just kind of a fan, in, of, inter- a fan of crazy conspiracy shit. F- yeah, a fan of it. You uh, yeah, can like be fascinated I, by it. I watch it, it from the outside. But don't let like, it control your life. No, I don't. There's people like, you're never going to get an answer, man. Just worry about your health. 
So yeah, yeah. okay, so you're in New York yes. for how long? You're, uh, when did so you leave? I, uh, 99 all right. to 2006. to 2005 and Damn. a half. Uh, then I came back for a couple of months, picked up, went to LA. I uh, in LA, I was there from 2006 to 2010. I worked a block away from the comedy store. What were you doing there? What were you doing in LA? I uh, was trying to be a fucking movie star. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, you did get some. You did I get did some get a couple roles. of things here and there. I got Curb Your Enthusiasm. There that was is. fun. I auditioned for Sopranos so many times and I uh, <laughs> came so close. I can imagine just week after just week me, after yeah. week casting. No, calls. I wish. I wish. No, but just I remember it was just me, the reader, Sheila Jaffe, and David Chase in the room. Yeah. Wasn't the, the casting agent for that Steve Van Zandt's wife? I, I seem to remember no, hearing. No, Christopher Walken's wife. She That's it. George Ann Walken. George Ann Walken. Yeah, not Steve She Van said to me, Guido, what happened? You were so much better yesterday. Like, I'm a little intimidated by you. That killed it. When so I say the word intimidated in that room, over. Yeah. But I've been an extra so many times. I've been an extra on so many things. I was in The Sopranos as an extra like at least 10 times. Oh, well, I've that. seen, here's another one. I was at The Crazy Horse. You familiar with the yeah. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, The Crazy Horse, yeah. Adriana's Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm there with like uh, you should play a more hundred, hundred people yeah. uh, being extras. And uh, Tony and Adriana are talking to each other. Now... <clears throat> James is not there yet, Gandolfini. He walks in. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like in, a, in a football jersey. Jimmy. Wearing a, wearing hey. a bandana. He walks in, and he doesn't even walk like Tony Soprano. He, he, get, he leaves to wardrobe, comes back. Now he's Tony Soprano. Acting. I can't believe I saw the night and day. Acting. But this guy, <laughs> literally, I, I have, there's a guy named Brendan Bates. He's a comedian in Boston. He can, he can validate this because he was standing right next to me. We saw James, Buonanima, as we say in Italy, uh, the beautiful soul, poor guy, rest in peace. Mm. I saw him pick up what looked like a prop bag of blow and do a line in front of the whole fucking club. <laughs> and then he, he beat his chest. This is before the scene. He, went, he beat <laughs> his chest like a gorilla and went, oh, and then got into character and then roll. Action and he did it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And he even he even said to his assistant, "That's enough. That's enough." And gave the bag back. And this is in front of I. The reason I'm saying is because it's in front of a hundred extras. What the fuck? In front of a hundred extras. <laughs> so even if it was baby powder, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was. You know, like I don't know. It just got into character. He just fucking did it. I was like, wow! I couldn't That's, believe it. Jesus Christ! And this we're talking. His like, character didn't do blow. This is like a million dollars an episode, James Jesus Gandolfini. Christ. I guess you know, like he I didn't, fucking nailed it though. Right? He nailed it. <laughs> You know, he was he was cool. I got to meet him again a couple of years later, and he came up to me and said, you, you did a, a good job in that movie. I had a little role in a movie with him. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, coming from you, that's great. Thank you so much. You're great. And then fucking guy died two weeks later. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was, uh, so then I went, to, I went to L.A. in 2006. Uh, I was delivering pizzas for – That was a good one. Yeah, I remember you telling me about yeah, this. I was delivering pizzas for Joe's Pizza. Now, Joe's Pizza is uh, right near the Comedy Cellar in New York. Right. It's on Carmine and Bleecker. Spider-Man worked there, if you remember. I was literally going to be like, yeah. delivering pizzas yeah. like Spider-Man. Yeah. And then Spider-Man, Spider-Man pizza, pizza joint. Pizza and uh, along came like... Polly Pizza Joint. You've seen it along came Polly as well. Yeah. Famous pizza place. Uh, and the and cellar so uh, is a Louis, block away near Mahmoud's. On, uh, on, uh, show is always in the cellar. Yeah, at, uh, on McDougal. So I'm working across the street from Joe's in New York, and I become friends with Joe. I moved to New York, and Joe decides to move to New York because he gets a divorce or whatever, and he, uh, and he moves to L.A., and he's like, I want to open up uh, a pizzeria there, and he doesn't know anybody. He's like, Guido, come and work for me. So he opens up this Joe's Pizza two blocks from the comedy store. So I'm, I'm there delivering pizzas right. for this guy to Kevin Smith and Jimmy Kimmel and Jay right. Leno and all these people. It's fucking awesome. And then I walk over to the comedy store and just watch – uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Earl Skakel. Okay. Or, uh, he's always there wearing his hockey jerseys. Right. And, uh, 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 what's his name? Jeffrey Ross. Yeah. Bobby Lee. Okay. And the one I regret missing was Conan O'Brien. I drive. I'm Seriously? On my, I'm on my At way. At that point? I'm on my way home. And, and uh, uh, I see the sign outside. It says, this week featuring Conan O'Brien. And I'm like, what do you mean, Conan? Is it Conan? And then it was because he, he starts his, like, I just got fired. Let me get yeah, on stage. Yeah, it was Team Coco. Uh, Team Coco stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, it was around that. And okay. I, missed, I, missed, uh, I missed the Team Coco stuff. But I, I saw John Lovitz a couple of times. Cool. I like the comedy store is cooler than the Laugh Factory. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so when did you, so when did, when did you come I, back I, here? I have a question. 
before we get back to Montreal. Right. Is it started in Montreal, though? Like, you grew up, you were a Montreal kid originally? Yeah, born and raised. Okay, because that's how I was like. I left We, we, we had you in yeah. New York in 99. Yeah, I left. I, yeah, born and raised. Didn't okay. leave my neighborhood. Uh, what neighborhood was uh, it? It was called New Bordeaux. It's now called the Hunsic Cartierville. Hunsic okay. Cartierville, yeah. So you grew up, uh, you grew up there and. Yeah, uh, just, you know. Had stars in your eyes and head Yeah, down, a little bit. Yeah, got, in, got into the movies. I, I, I really believed for a while there. Well, I mean, you have to, though. When like, I was a little kid, I, I really loved comedy. And I remember telling my fifth grade teacher I wanted to be a comedian because I used to, I had no curfew. I used to watch Johnny Carson yeah. as a kid <laughs> with my parents. I um, and um, I remember my fifth grade teacher telling me, "Well, you could be a doctor and be a comedian. Don't just be a comedian." And I was so disappointed that no, she gave can't. me that answer. You can't, by the way. And no, then, I don't think so. Late no. nights and a lot of yeah. And the teacher was full of shit. <laughs> yeah, it, so it kind of disappointed me. And then for a while there, I thought I was an actor, and then I went into the whole acting thing. And I forgot that what I really loved was comedy. Okay. And then it wasn't until freaking a couple of years ago that I realized, no, this is what I love doing. Right. And it's the acting that's secondary. Right. It took me this long. You can do a comedy and, and an acting. It's not like a doctor. And no, it's not like a doctor. What it taught <laughs> me, maybe the acting <laughs> with the comedy, is to be absolutely brutally honest. Right. Uh, so in my comedy, I, I cannot be more honest. I'm so so myself that I'm actually speaking in Italian because that's what I speak. on. A, that's how I grew up and that's how I speak. To my family. What part of Italy is your family Naples. from? Naples. Naples. Yeah, yeah, Naples, where the thieves are from. Naples is actually older than Rome. A lot of people don't know that. It means, uh, it's Greek. It means new city. Huh. Uh, Where's Sarah's family from? Termoli. Huh? Termoli. One more time. Termoli. 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 Yeah. Uh, my fiance is Italian. Oh, cool. Yeah. My so family's from Sicily in the south. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Mafia. Yeah. Represent. <laughs> you know? And uh, so, yeah, I... I um, where were we? What were we doing? We're saying when you were a kid. Oh yeah, so honestly, yeah, so I, I, it's. Was that? But was that? Was that a like a? Was that someone that put that into your head, or was it yourself? When you're when you're sitting there in your high school, I just I always was the class clown. No, but that's what I'm saying. But so you're like, so you're graduating high school and you're like comedy, but I guess acting, and that's what. Yeah, you so New York? around there it got me fuzzy. I think that was around the time, like I don't know. Was there like a movie that Scent like, of got a Woman you? or like <laughs> Devil's Advocate came out or some shit? Or yeah. we were watching real Good act Fuzz. showcases. We Donnie were, Brasco. We, were, we were watching Donnie Brasco. We were like fucking Pacino's the best. I think I want to be an actor. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Now I was always in the play at school. I was always in the talent show, and then I just I was working at a restaurant a couple of blocks from here. And I was a busboy, and a guy walks in and says, they're looking for Italians. Call up this casting director. They need Italians because they're filming a big movie. Right. I went in. I auditioned. I got the role. Never went to any school. It's called Bonanno, A Godfather Story. I know that. I've heard of that. First time I've ever set foot on a movie set, I'm actually acting opposite Robert Loggia. Yeah. No, Frank Lopez the best. from uh, fucking yeah, Scarface. Fucking Robert Loggia. It was all right, right? Like for, so, for a Canadian production, yeah, not I bad. was like... So here I am, 18 years old. They Robert give me 25 Logia. Robert Logia. Yeah, Robert Logia. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking R- Logia. R- like Robert Logia. Logia. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you ever see his orange juice commercial? No. Oh, shit. Okay, you're going to have Google to remember that this. Shit. On YouTube, type in Robert Logia. <laughs> Orange juice get commercial. Get the picture for this episode. This Just be Robert <laughs> yeah, Logan. The kid, the is kid he alive or dead? He, he died dead. like a, a month ago. Really? So Jesus. A, a kid, a, the, his mom's like. I didn't like, hear about that one. The mom says to the kid, drink your orange juice. And he's like, no, I don't want to. What's it going to take, Timmy, to drink your orange juice? And he's like, I don't know, Robert Logia? And Robert Logia <laughs> walks in <laughs> and says, and Robert Logia is like, hey, kid. Yeah, you want some of this orange juice. This is good for your vitamins and minerals. Thank you, Robert Loggia. And then he leaves. You ever seen him in Mulholland Drive? That's his best performance. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. He told me himself that's his favorite it's performance. It's great. It's fucking Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. I would drink my I'm fucking sorry, orange I'm juice sorry. Robert Loggia. Lost Highway. Lost Highway. He's in both. Yeah. Yeah. In Lost Highway, he said well, that was his favorite. Those are both. What like you it. killed here is my fucking suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that's, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Is, that, is it Lost, Highway? Lost Highway? Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah. one, yeah. Uh, but he was cool. So I'm, yeah, so I end up in this movie. Give me a bunch of money. And I said, okay, what am I going to do? So I used that money to go to New York and went to the neighborhood playhouse. And the rest is kind of history. Right. And then the comedy only so you came back when, when I met this Australian so how, guy. How was... Who's the Australian guy? Uh, Joe Avadi. Oh, no, I know Joe Avadi. I was yeah, asking. I know of Joe Avadi. Yeah, he, he, he took me under his wing. And he, he's like, mate, you're a funny guy. You got to get up on stage, mate. You gotta, he's no, a, Joe, are you sure? You're the, he's mate, beloved. You're fucking he's, hilarious. A, he's beloved in, uh, yeah. in, the, in the east end of the made city. A, made a killing. Made a killing. Yeah. Around the world. Drives a Maserati. 
Yeah, Australian. Do you know who that? You know who that? This is. He's Australian Italian guy. I made a whole career out like, of not speaking a word of English on stage. He's, I mean, he's huge. He's like he's yeah. he's fucking huge. Like among within that scene with it for that demographic. Right. Yeah. He's fucking huge. Like he's. Look, I I I, I go we need back to do an all Australian podcast. I go day. back and Just forth Australian with people, people a lot about about this. Is a comedian a guy who does the mainstream stuff and that other comedians know that is known? Or is a comedian a guy on a mic making a bunch of people laugh? That's well, the question. I, I feel it's a guy on a mic making a bunch of people laugh. Right? But a lot, some, might, some might disagree because there's others that might say, you know, that what I'm doing is not, you know. Yeah, I could come up here and make people laugh and have an okay eight minutes, you know. Yeah. points to the comedy work stage. Yeah, but <laughs> I can also, you know, if I go to a, a room in, in a very Italian part of the world where yeah. people speak Italian, yeah. I could bang out an hour and a half and make, you know, 500 people laugh. See, I've seen know. you perform in English. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. But there's, there's, if I've you seen see a lot me, worse. But I, I, like, but I, and I don't, but I don't understand. I don't, yeah, th- I don't understand I Italian enough to, I, to, yeah. to be able to really appreciate, I think, your act. Um, but... No, but, so, I mean, but, because, should, yeah. but like, but that that being said, like we should we should specify that. So like, and you have this show, like let's mention also you have you have three three shows coming. Yeah, out? well, I just did the, two of them. They were sold out at, at the, the Leonardo da Vinci Center. Center. Oh, you've done two already. I've done two. And there's a third one coming. And the third up. one coming up next week, uh, January 29th. which will be out before. Right, yeah. because I think that's the end of Friday. The day. The, yeah, so we're gonna come yeah, out right yeah, before it comes then. Up on Thursday. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's my mom. Should oh, I answer? I should. do it. Answer your mom. Yeah, I'm putting it on speaker. Hello. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, sto a bassa città. Che cos'è? È urgente perché io sto a usare qualcuno. Che cos'è? No, ma c'è neanche queste cose qua perché non ho visto le cazzo che le carte che mi fatto, pare troppo Ok, ok, allora mo, mo venga, aspetta. Ok, mo ti richiamo, basta che faccia cosa. Ma viene a bassa. No, 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 io sto a bassa città. E me la sapete, corro a bassa città. Ok, ok. Ok, 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 bye, bye, bye. I understand. I understood about three words. I, mean, I got I, by. There was there was wait by. a second. That was there was my... by. There was no, and then there was wait a second. Which yeah, I know what aspect, aspect means. Yeah, yeah, no, that was my dad uh, said, "Are you upstairs?" And I said, "No." <laughs> uh, I said, "I'm downtown." He's like, "Come and sign these papers. I need you to sign some papers." And I'm like, "I'm not upstairs. I'm downtown." I go. He goes, "Okay, do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow." Okay. He thought I was upstairs. Upstairs where? Upstairs because he's at the restaurant right now. Okay. And I live upstairs the restaurant. Right. Uh, I'm moving now, but I'd, so he he thought I was upstairs. Okay, so sorry. I find like that w- that was fast, but my my fiance her aunt is over from from Italy. She speaks only Italian. Yeah, and I find that if they if they actually speak slowly, I can good point. I can kind of good figure point. out what they're talking about. Good point. M- maybe I, not like I'll tell n- you why. Not only am I not speaking Italian. But I'm speaking a Neapolitan dialect. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also speaking a North American version. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're so, saying. There. So yeah, this yeah, is like, a Montreal version of this Italian that nice. we speak. Like, if I go to Italy and speak like this, some of them will laugh, yeah. and others will be like, "You sound like my grandmother." Like yeah. they don't even speak that anymore. Yeah. They speak. Well, that's it. Like you know, my, like TV English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They speak. TV Italian, proper Italian. I speak like what it would be the difference between French from France and French from Quebec, yeah, or fr- in London and Alabama. Yeah, no, like Sarah. Sarah's mom has a dialect too. Like she, like some of her family speaks the speaks the dialect, and yeah. some of it speaks like proper. Well, Sicilian's Italian. a whole other language. But yeah, but proper. Or, or no, ta, 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 termoli. Termoli. Yeah. He's Sicilian. That, that's yeah. where that's where her mom is from. But her aunt is her aunt is from somewhere else. And when her aunt speaks Italian, I can. I can yeah. grab little bits and pieces of it, and that's. Uh, but anyway, so that's. I just wanted to give you an example of what my show would sound like, like. And that's and that's the kind of Italian you're speaking during your show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 the setups are in English, and okay. then the the punchlines will be not all of them, but some of them will be in Italian. Like if I imitate my my uncle or my grandfather, right. I, at the end what I do is I to make them laugh. I sing like popular rock songs in uh, Neapolitan, okay. so it'll crack me up. Like you know, another one bites the dust in Neapolitan is very funny. That kind of shit. And so, and what you're doing like an hour of this? I hour? did last the last one. I clocked in at one ten. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you have a special, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like you could, it's, fu- uh, it's 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 uh, you know what? Get a that lot shit of on DVD, fun. man. It, oh yeah, I recorded. It's yeah. good. It's, it's <laughs> gonna be great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, you know, uh, Patrick Akeem is in it. Yeah. So Patrick was really good. And I said Cocomelo was Noted great. Noted Italian, Patrick Akeem. Patrick Akeem. <laughs> oh, because I went to elementary school with Patrick. He's yes. like my oldest friend. Right. And um, 
uh, Guido Cocomello, what a host. He killed it. Guido is as funny in Italian because he did, he did a whole... Uh, and he was doing his stuff in Italian as well? He did all new stuff just for my audience. In Italian. And he knocked it out of the Jesus. park. He yep. was great. That guy's a machine. And uh, he can't make it next week because he's in Calgary. So I got uh, Freddie Proya from Toronto filling in. He's all right. He's good. Freddie's all right been around for years he's a veteran i mean i could have done it and waved my hands around a bunch and sure stuff, you know chris, <laughs> chris vendito is uh I, I i gave him a five minute spot he's yeah. a good kid so he's gonna come in because i i saw chris do an ethnic room does video like does video speak italian i I, I had no idea does but he? I, saw, I saw him do the uh john milano's uh uh it was like a greek room it was like 500 people for a fundraiser and chris vendito knocked it out of the park with his ethnic stuff i said chris i'm gonna give you a spot so he's coming in as a surprise five minutes next week i'm excited about that he's very funny i mean i could do a spot about how i hated growing up with italians sure. so, yeah. um, <laughs> anyway no, but that's what i'm saying but i mean but we, we talked about that with uh with sammy right where because he he has what four languages yeah he does one yeah. just in he just does one just in hindi yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but he, he does two he does two different Indian dialects too. I think so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He does He's a machine. Amazing. Like, I, I don't know if he does if he does Urdu and and something else. I think he speaks two languages. And he was saying that also. He's like, yeah, he's like a lot of the comedy is the same, but he's like you just you can also you have to tweak it a little bit for your audience. He's like what plays in French doesn't always play in English, which I assume doesn't always play in, in Italian. Like funny is funny, but you might need to like There's a different kind of tune I it up I a little bit. I can't explain it, you know? but like, it's a lot easier to make 500 people laugh than to make, you know, 100 people laugh. And the comedy club comedy, a lot of these people that come in, they're not regulars in the clubs. So right. they're like, you know, somebody's aunt or something. Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah. So you have to change it a little bit to yeah. make... Uh, I can't explain. It goes by feeling. Your first couple of jokes or you, what you do is I like to listen to the support acts. So if I see Guido up there before me, and I'm like, okay, so they laughed at that. They laughed at that. Okay, this one, did th okay. All right, so I know what I'm getting into. And when I get out there, I kind of have a bit of, a, of, a, of an idea of what, what to look what for. What the crowd's feeling. Because yeah, the yeah. show's never the same. Yeah. The, the show, the, you know, stuff changes. Whatever comes, you know, as yeah. you know. So I want to I talk about the restaurant a bit. Yes. When did this, so like, uh, All right. I'm trying to, in this timeline. That yeah, you, how did, uh, yeah. Okay. When, did, when, did, when did the restaurant, like, two, no, wait, 2000, hang on, I'm trying to remember. You were in L.A. for how long? I was in L.A. till 2010. 2010. From 2006, four years. Was there any terrible tragic event that happened in L.A. in 2010? No, but a tragic event happened in Montreal. Oh, it's interesting okay. that you said that. Uh, I kept being uh, asked from my parents and my brother-in-law at the time, what are you doing? You're delivering pizza, smoking weed. What, your career's going nowhere. How do they know about the weed? Because I'm in L.A. There's a bunch of weed <laughs> everywhere, and I'm an honest guy. I tell everybody what I'm doing. He's like, uh, like Guido, what are you doing? Smoking pot. Yeah. Smoking pot. So, you know, you're in Los Angeles. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You're stoned watching Judge Judy. This That's is about right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so, this is living the dream. Yeah. Would be my ideal. So <laughs> I'm in L.A., and, and, and my brother-in-law's like, Guido, you're delivering pizzas. Why don't you just come here and do it? Like you know what you're 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 right, and at the time my poor brother-in-law passed away. Oh fuck! So uh, I took him up on that offer, uh, came back home, took care of uh, my nieces a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, his it was his idea to open up that place, and and then it, shit took off. And the reason so it I wasn't open. No, no, none of us had any idea the what the hell we were doing. Uh, Sapori di Napoli. Sapori di Napoli, flavors of Naples. Almost. And what happened was, I thought I was opening up a. Sapori di Napoli. I, I thought I was opening up like a Joe's Pizza, but instead it turned into a full fledged restaurant. We got like chefs in there making yeah. veal and, it's and a mussels. Good place, man. And yeah. So, what, what, what. The reason stuff kind of fell into place was because here I am in LA and New York being desperate, trying to make money doing acting and comedy. But you know when your parents always tell you to have something to fall back on? This yeah. is what they mean. I came back here, concentrated on the restaurant, and the art was a hobby. Right. And because it became a hobby, it's like, leave me alone, I'm doing this. I cared for it more. Right. I, it's like I didn't need it. I did right. it only because I loved it. And that's when stuff started slowly move. Uh, also with auditions. I would walk into Andrea Canyon, uh, the casting yeah. director, and I would walk into her office and be like, uh, okay, what do you need? Hurry up because I have a table of six coming. So what do you need? You need this? Okay, here. Blah, 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 blah. Speak the lines. Leave. And I, I, would, get the, I would get the role. Yeah. Uh, because I, I I wasn't concentrating on it. it was just you right, know, you're not you're not stressed about it not too, stressed if, about if it you don't so get, if you don't get the role yeah, you still have I your restaurant money coming in so in LA like it's like you go audition in LA and they feel the desperation 
they feel like you're dying. I love that end. I could see Ralph Bettino. Yeah, he's calling me. I hope he's like, we sold out. Head of the LDV Center. Head of the LDV Center, right? Yeah. Or head of programming. No, he's a VMG entertainer. He's a promoter. The the guy from Italian Bad Boys of Comedy. Is he the one that? Oh, that's not the Ross. That's the same Bettino. Is he related to the guy that used to be the principal at the Laurier Mac? The guy who's the principal at Laurier Mac is Pat Bettino. Is Pat Bettino? He runs. The uh, the Da Vinci. Are those guys related? No. Pat and Ralph are not related. No, they just have the same last name. Not like not like no. Guido Cocomel and Guido. Cocomel. No, not like Guido Cocomel. They're related. Guido uh, They're related. <laughs> They're cousins, you know. So, but like, and but, but you know, you're making the food though. At, at, at yeah, well, I'm the pizza man. I don't do the other stuff. I don't. And do you have any formal training in in, in No, I just and, I watched I watched the greatest pizza man in the world make pizzas Joe. for years. Yeah. So I, I I know what a really good New York slice tastes like. And what it looks like and how it's made. Well, I've had I've had pizza from there. It doesn't it doesn't feel as much like New York pizza. It's just really good fucking it's, pizza. I'll tell you what the difference is. If you have it, if you have it fresh at the restaurant as opposed to delivery, uh, it'll be crispier. Yeah. I like that. Pizza in Italy is soft, kind of like naan bread. Okay. Uh, well, pizza in Naples. Sorry, right. pizza in Rome is crunchier. Uh, I like it a little crunchier. Uh, pizza's thinner in Montreal. When you order pizzas, you have the bambino, the regular, the medium. The a large, extra large jumbo, like 14-inch, 16-inch. Yeah, 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 I yeah. said, screw this. Whatever is a medium somewhere else is my small, and whatever is a jumbo somewhere else is my large. That's it, two sizes. Right. I make it thin, and uh, that's it. I And less is more when it comes to pizza. Have you ever had it? It's I really good. So. It's the reason Primo, I have a weight it's, problem. It's good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where, where, the, it's near Marché well, Central. Plug it's, the uh, store. Yeah, 1465 Rue du Domaine. How far away is it from the SAQ Depot? It's really close. It's, it's not it's, far. It's, it's really actually close. Uh, on a summer day. It's almost walkable. Okay. It's about a kilometer. Away. Like, I was like, I, when you said Marshall Central, I was like, yeah. the only reason I get out there is for well, SAQ the Depot. Well, the SAQ Depot. If you keep going north on Lackety, you're gonna pass Sauvé. Yeah. Once you pass Sauvé, you're gonna get to Henry Barassa. Once you pass Henry Barassa, you get to Duda Main. Turn right, and it's there. My favorite street in Montreal. I've been and, and you know Main. I've been nearly as many times as, as I should have. No, no, it's no a, I've been, it's I've been a there ways. a couple times. Patterson's been there a couple. Iman, I've Jess. Had, I, I think uh, I remember the, the only time I I, I, may have actually, I think I've only been there once, and it was it was after a uh, it was after like a school show, like an elementary school show with uh, that's with uh, with Franco and, uh, and those guys, funny. and we were there yeah. and we were there late at night. You're right, and you opened it You're up right. for us. You're right. You're right. Yeah. This was I remember that. Yeah. That was a weird that was a it was fucked weird. up night. And there was like we there, went was, till there was we some w- interesting ladies. We there went and, till yeah. Yes. Yes. They were from across the street. Yes. Some like weird Muslim girl yes. that wanted to that marry w- us. Yeah, or something. it was it was yeah, This it was is weird. one of those nights that went till four in the morning yep. nice. after a fundraiser. Yep. And I was I was uh, wow, I totally remember that. Yeah. Uh, we can have our, uh, our go plug yourself staff party there. Yeah, we you should. Could. Just yeah. You could. Just you and I. Just you. I've, just had, I've, had, I've had Ron Jeremy in there. No shit. Oh, shit. So that was cool. How he came happened? in there. Uh, a a, a relative of mine pizza. is a producer, casting director. And uh, he uh, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. It's Sunday night. He goes, okay, I'm coming with Ron. And fucking Ron <laughs> Jeremy walks in. <laughs> minus 30 January. He's wearing sweatpants and Crocs. Jesus. His sweatpants yeah. used to be black, but now they're gray. Oh and he walks in there. And I got to do something that a lot of people will never be able to do. I got to introduce Ron Jeremy to my mom. <laughs> so my 74-year-old mother, Ma, this is Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, this is my mother. And without missing a beat, my mother's like, and what kind of movies does oh he my make? God. <laughs> and my father's like, never mind that. <laughs> and they decided to eat on the other side. And my dad's like, throw away the plate. Seriously? That was, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Very funny. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> but Ron was a very entertaining guy. And this is a guy that's throw always at the comedy the store and told me a lot of cool stories. He told me that the role of Beetlejuice was written for Sam Kinison. Get the fuck out. Huh. Yeah. He's that got makes so, so much sense. He's got so many <laughs> war stories. He's got so many. He's such an intelligent Why man. Why would he know that? He's been around. He's always around the comedy store. He hangs out at two places. He hangs out at the comedy store, and he hangs out at uh, the Rainbow Room on Sunday. Okay. Where Lemmy, Lemmy used to always hang out. Right. Exactly. Uh, And... uh, yeah, so he told me that. I Let said, yeah, used to be fucking, there like 24-7. Yeah. And he's friends with Pauly Shore, who who owns it now, you know? Right. And, uh, and yeah, it fucking makes sense that Sam Kinison would have been Beetlejuice. It really so does. What do we do? What do we got time we, I think we have a couple more minutes to wrap up uh, Guido's story before we hit five questions. Okay. So, yeah. opens the store. Yeah, so opens 2010. Store, opens the shop. I open up the shop. Uh, things take off. Um, Best pizza in Montreal. Yeah. Uh, as voted by Go Plug Yourself. From From... 2005 on. I noticed, by the way, I just I you did the 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 the, the morning show on Shum yes. with friends of the podcast Terry uh, and Esteban uh, Esteban and, and Heather, Heather. They both been on. People. Still Love trying to get uh, Terry yeah. on. 
okay. but I feel like that's a bit of a that's that's like my our, our uh, he's up there with uh, with uh, JT. Terry's great. Terry's Have great. You seen the I'd Terry love to. Terry show. I've seen a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. he's cool. But I, I'm just saying, I that was good for you. You got you got that. Uh, I'm noticing uh, that you brought pizza to that to, to that occasion. <laughs> You're right. I should have brought it. Walter Walter said oh, I haven't eaten so all day. I haven't eaten Guido's all day. Coming. Guido's coming. Oh, he's bringing he might bring pizza. pizza. No, you know no, what? You know what? I've got so right. I ran errands today. You can't. You this can't is what I get for not coming in. But I was gonna say you can't guilt an Italian about food because now he's feeling actual guilt. Oh, you have no idea how badly. <laughs> you have no idea how badly I'm trying to figure out how to get pizza here. Now. <laughs> no, but I do. I do this to my, my fiance's mother all the when time. When are you? When are you having your next Jesus recording? <laughs> well, we're doing a live episode. We're doing. Where, we're, when we're, is this? It? Is this is our next thing? Is a live episode, okay. and it's February fourth. Fourth. Pizza's gonna be here February fourth. I promise you. Hot damn! You, whoever's listening, <laughs> mark my words. Now you you're gotta gonna come. That's, that's gonna be gonna the third guest. Pizza. It's gonna be you're Mike gonna Patterson. Hear pizza. You're gonna hear pizza. Mike Patterson, Leland, and, and, and Mike pizza. loves the pizza. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's Mike real loves good. the pizza because no, I, I make a good vegetarian. I make a plain cheese. He loves it. I do. Th- I do this to my 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 fiance's mom. You're right. All the time, and it's so it's right. Like the worst. I feel so guilty. I was like, I come over and say hello, and there's nothing on the table, and she's like, oh, and like, and I'm like, no. Yeah. I was like, it's a joke. You it's could 100%. be like fucking around like, so hard. Yeah. Stop. Stop making food. I'm like, like suddenly water is boiling. So right. I pointed this out. Did you watch this movie Room? It's nominated no. for Oh, Oscar. I heard about it. Okay. Yeah, so not not Tommy Wise. Here's this, uh, this right. uh, not not the Tommy Wise. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's that movie. Yeah. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. You're killing me. <laughs> You're yeah. tearing me apart, oh, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. I, I, that billboard was outside my apartment on Highland in uh, in L.A. Oh, I, I stared at that billboard for four years. <laughs> uh, he sounds French Canadian. That Tommy Wiseau. He sounds like a lot of things. Um, <laughs> So I'm watching Room. Right. Uh, it's like a J.C. Dugard, right? So yeah. this woman has to, she's living in a, in a shed Ye- with this kid. Yeah. And this kid now was born in the shed yeah. and lives there for four or five years yeah. and escapes. And finally now, look at this. After living in a shed your whole life, you're now five years old. You go to this, your mom's uh, parents' house, who are not Italian, I might add. <laughs> so here they go. They get to the house after the news reporters are all outside, after the hospital, through walking through all the paparazzi to get into the house. What does the non-Italian stepfather say? Hey, uh, can I get you something? You, you want to eat something? You, you want to? <laughs> like, what? Was it Ray Romano? No. But, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. but so he says, you want to eat something? And I'm like, if this was Italians, don't you think There'd a be, whole yeah. dinner <laughs> would have been ready? <laughs> you like, want to eat don't, something. Don't, don't go out of any trouble here. You know, I've been living in a I've shed. I've been living in a shed for five years. What's it going to take for you to boil some pasta? <laughs> you ask. You have the balls to ask this five-year-old kid what he wants to eat? Have it ready, you fucking clown. <laughs> That's the first thing I said when I watched that. Like, are you kidding me? You're going to ask this kid if he wants to eat? Make some screaming. peanut butter and jelly. Have a glass of milk and cookies. Guido you know, just fu- screaming at the screen. No, <laughs> it was so true. That's the first thing I said when I was like, this kid's, this kid's been living in a shed. You got to do that as a bit. That's a good bit. You're right. It is a That's bit. That's a good bit. He doesn't even know what the sky is. And you ask like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> You want to eat something? He doesn't know something? the skies. You what don't the know the fucking plate of pasta waiting morning? for him. All morning. What were you doing? You were writing your novel? This kid was locked up for five years. It's fucking microwave some fucking Swanson. At least. It's good at movie, least. though. It's a good movie. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I, what a depressing movie. I can't watch that. It sound, I've, I've, yeah, it sounds bleak as shit. Yeah, one of these days, Walter, if when I'm off work or something, I'm going to take you. We'll go to Aunt Lucy's. And she's always like... She literally every time I see her, she's. You like, and me are gonna go see one of my aunt Lucy. Yeah. Is it your aunt Lucy? No, no, no. Will be Sarah's aunt Lucy. Aunt Lucy by marriage. Right. I call her aunt Lucy. Right. Her name is Lucia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm sure it was Lucy originally. <laughs> <laughs> they're making the Lucy movie. I wonder who's playing but Ricky Ricardo, and but Ricky, they're making that movie. I feel I Ricky like Martin. Ricky, I was like Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. We'll yeah. pay, <laughs> Probably be like Bobby Cannavale. It'll be, he's it'll be zero credibility. The movie. Scott. Hall. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Is he walking in? Hey, is he walking yeah, in next week? Yeah, he's walking again. He's, no, is he, he what? Who's, who are the surprise walk-ins for the Royal Rumble? It's a Sunday. It's is it, is it Honky it's, Tonk it's two days. Two days from now. Honky Tonk Man? Uh, no, no. Honky Tonk Man's on bad, bad terms, I think. Uh, no, there's any... I don't Craig know. Valentine, it's it's going to be... No, I don't, I don't think... I, don't, I think there's going to be less of that this year. Because they always show... You'll always see a Bushwhacker walk in or whatever. Yeah, but I think I think this year they're... I don't know. Santino That's a whole thing. That's a whole... Fucking I think Santino. Like Santino Santino's retired. Yeah, Santino. Well, he, he retired because well, he had like a fucking neck thing. He, but then I saw a photo of him recently. He looks fucking shredded. Like, has, no, no, he, he, still he does like, out. He can't take. Bumps. He does like MMA he's and the, shit. Or, he's the no, uh, he, trains, but he, he beat the warlord's record. 
of of, of getting knocked out in the rumble. He Come did on one now. second. Oh, okay. Warlord yeah, was two seconds. Nice. He's don't, one you know, don't you know the Royal Rumble by the numbers? Yeah. I skipped the segment this year because it's the same fucking segment every year. But apparently, I just I should read have the richest. It. The richest. Is I know you told me about that. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good time waster. It's yeah. a <laughs> click uh, clickbait articles about wrestling. My favorite thing in the world. X Pac. I don't know. You've even written some of them. Hey, John. Hey. So people are walking. John in. Hastings, uh, our headliner, just showed up <laughs> obscenely early for the show. Tonight. <laughs> You know what? I always walk in. I always walk in. Uh, uh, Walter, you want to hear five questions? Let's do our five questions. I always segment. walk into the venue hours before. Yeah. Like the show is <laughs> at 8 p.m. I'll walk into the place at 4 p.m. Get a feel for it. Get a feel for it. Yeah, yeah John, do whatever you got to do, man. Okay? We're just, we're, like, we're just finishing this up. You do whatever you got to do. Yeah. All right. Um, Good to see you, by the way, John. Should we do five questions? We do uh, same three questions with uh, every one of our guests. And then we ask a fourth question from our previous guest. And then the fifth question is, we want to know what question you'd like to ask. The next person. To, our, to the next person. So. Cool. First question. You what do. did you want to be when you grew up? You already said comedian, but think of younger. Like when you were way younger. like Police. School. Police? I wanted to be a cop I when I was a, a cop. kid. Yeah. A good cop? Of, like a, like a Serpico cop? Because like? I had the chips toys. I yeah. So you were they like, had uh, toys for chips? Oh, yeah. for sure they had toys. Eric yeah. Estrada yeah. had a fucking little yeah. motorcycle yeah. guy. Yeah. I wanted to be a cop. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when you told your family, were they like, yes? Yeah, they were like, they, they actually believed I was still going to be a cop for years. And my dad still, like, at 16, didn't you want to be a cop? Yeah, exactly. Dad, yeah. I'm, going to, I'm yeah. going to acting school. Didn't you want to be <laughs> Sebast- a cop? Sebastian Maniscalco said the best one. He said, I was formally introduced to my father when I was 18 years old. And it's absolutely <laughs> so true. It's like my, my dad would say stuff like that. To me, didn't you want to be a cop? Like, yeah, when I was four. I'm, like, 18 now. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just don't talk to our dads. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. I'm like I'm I'm 100% the same way. My um my brother's six years older than me. Yeah. So that basically meant and like we're two brothers, and like kids don't even meet their dads until they're like six. Yeah. Right? yeah you're like right. it's like until you can until you can catch a ball and throw it back, you're you don't he's, have a dad. Like, yeah. No. Basically, just, your dad just around, especially in like the 70s and 80s. So, so right. but that meant that when my brother turned six, I was born. So my dad always had my brother. And then, like, he got into cars, and he got yeah. into whatever, and I was yeah. just like, I was, I was no, hanging out with no, mom. No, he's like, well, I did everything <laughs> I had to do with the other kids. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, so by the, I do what I had to and do. Like, and that's it. Like, by the time my, my brother's 16 and learning to drive, yeah. and he's showing I'm like 10, and I'm like an You don't know anything. Yeah. No, I'm the fourth. Yeah, I was the fourth one. So by the time I came along, that's why I had no curfew. They yeah. didn't care. Yeah, exactly. My I was a kid that got knocked down, fell down the stairs. My older sister was protected. I was like... <laughs> no, 100%. I was, I was largely, not to say ignored. I took advantage, yeah. but like... I, the TV the, raised me, man. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't go home ever. Like, I would be like, school would end, and my parents would wonder if I'd show up for dinner. Like, I just wouldn't go home after school. That yeah, but you turned out okay. Yeah, I guess it, it worked. You know, it worked out. It worked, it worked out. out. I'm sure I gave my parents some sleepless nights <laughs> on the way. Uh, question number two: What is the worst fashion choice you ever made? You're an actor. Obviously, costumes don't count because that wasn't a choice. Someone dressed you up in there, but a choice you made. Fashion-wise, worst one you've ever made. You look back at the picture and you're like, "What the hell is I thinking?" Or if there was a picture, or it's the memory. I guess if you want to go back to the memory. I think I wore a mustard-colored blazer. Okay. I may have walked around. Was it to a, a clue party? Uh, when Colonel I was mustard. when I was 16. Oh I, shit! I would go to parties, but I wanted to be older. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I would go around dressed like I am now, but I'm almost 40. Yeah. Back then, <laughs> so I looked like I was like some Latino nightclub owner, but nice. I was a kid. Big shoulder pads, probably. Yeah. The time. Nice. But it, it has to. You know what? More so, my choice of hair is that is that is that an that accessory? Counts. Yeah, that we've, we've had a lot choice. of people. Yeah, a lot go of people for have it. Yeah. I had uh, Jerry curls. Nice. That's amazing. In the, I literally looked like Soul Glow. <laughs> like what? Just let yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I had Jerry curls when I was about sixteen, seventeen, it's amazing. and I wrote the cheesiest thing in my yearbook when it said like prize possession. I wrote it? my curls, uh, and it's douche holy chills. shit. Douche chills, my friend. <laughs> douche, douche chills. chills. Hashtag I, douche chills. I, I can't read that. I can't. I look <laughs> at it. and I'm like, oh my god. And the worst part you is, you like naturally curly you, hair too. I when know, but I imagine you said like I really set book, up like Jerry girls, like, like oh. When you wrote it in your book, I thought you signed it, but I'm like, no, you wrote that in the. I wrote it like so everyone, the entire class. It still that. exists today, <laughs> and it wrote, "Happiness is Crescent Street." You know how <laughs> awful that is. <laughs> oh. I was going around to these like yeah, nightclubs. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. So yeah, that's 
Imagine that whole era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay, saying, with I'm the blazer it. and the pointy shoes, wearing too much cologne. Me, I know the owner. Wingtips. <laughs> yeah, of everything. Yeah, it was awful. Well, what's the third question? Third question. Uh, what the was the who's the greatest person of all time? Without thinking about it, without thinking about it. First thing that popped into your head. Oh, I can't. I can't. Hold on. Shit. Who's the greatest person? Someone came into your head already. There's already a name flashed through your eyes. Jesus Christ. That works. Jesus of Nazareth. That makes sense. Greatest person of all time. Love him or hate him, people are still talking about him 2,000 years later. 100% fair. Uh, If you have a legacy. And then after that, you know who popped into my head? Elvis. That's good. That's not bad. Jesus and Elvis. Jesus and Elvis, I think, are good answers. Yeah. Hang on, I didn't bring up question four. I fucked this up. You big Elvis guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why. That's why. You try to put you on the spot to see, like, what's the first You know what I love about Elvis? The difference between the Beatles and the Elvis. The Beatles were musicians and were fucking artists. Elvis was the performer. Elvis had that. Yeah. Elvis had that. Elvis had the, uh, the... But towards the end, he was... He didn't care. Mm. Yeah. But uh, he did have the... Uh, you know, he was doing karate chops during his concert. That was fucking cool. TCB. <laughs> Remember TCB. Baba Hotep. Take yeah, care, Baba yeah. Hotep. Was yeah. Take care of business. That was a good one. Uh, what's the other one? Now I got to ask a question no, to, no, no. to Mike Pat. So we could, no, we have a Our question. guest. Uh, was, oh, yeah, uh, was Justin Kingsley. Yep. Really cool dude. He um, uh, photographer. He co-wrote uh, GSP's book with him. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's got yeah. a photography exhibit, and he's, he writes. You know that 24CH show they got? Like the, the, he, he writes that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He writes like the, the narration. That's really like, cool. Yeah, it is a lot of cool shit. Anyway. Very cool guy. His question. If you could rob a bank and get away with it without anyone knowing but you, would you do it? Never. Never. And why? I don't need money that badly. Good answer. Doesn't need the money. No, and I'm not saying I have the money. Doesn't. I'm saying I don't need the money that badly. (laughs) That's fair. I wouldn't be able. It's the moral. The moral part. Exactly. That was we. Justin actually told us what the correct answer was. Is depends how hungry I am. Well, so it goes into what I said. Exactly. It's like a very, very similar answer. It's like, like you, know? you don't need the money. or But you know what? If my wife and my kids and my whatever were starving, man. Two people, two successful people I heard recently. Uh, all robbed uh, banks. All with this answer. Uh, you heard, uh, what's his name? The new Daily Show guy? Yeah, Trevor Noah. Trevor yeah. Noah. Yeah. Him and Roberto Benini said oh, the yeah. same thing. Trevor Noah was talking to uh, Jerry, and uh, he said uh, uh, what Roberto Benini said. When Roberto Benini won his Oscar, yeah. he yeah. gets up on stage and says, I want to give a uh, thank you to my parents who gave me the greatest gift I ever had, poverty. I'm still hearing yeah. Ray Romano. <laughs> I'm not a good imitator. But so, it's so, and Trevor Noah said the same thing to Jerry. Yeah. He's like, poverty Jerry man. who? Seinfeld, Seinfeld, right? Because he said he said on comedians and cars. He said he said to Jerry, he said I do I do I used to do three four rooms a night. He said why why how did you do that how did you do that? And he answered poverty, Jerry. Poverty. Poverty. (laughs) South African poverty too. Yeah, so same thing with Roberto Benigni. Yeah, you grew up. You I I didn't grow up that hungry. Unfortunately, my parents fucking food fed me, so I have to. You know, but uh, you, you, you got to move to New York. I, yeah. And that's when I had poverty. <laughs> exactly. It helped. I swear to God, it helped. Yeah. I used to eat the ramen noodles uh-huh. and I used to buy Hormel chili and make my own <laughs> spaghetti bolognese. There it is. Huh? Uh, okay. well, I love I love this where he's like, he just described like throwing together pasta. I was like, Chef Boyardee. And I'm I've like, no, that. but I'm, no, I know, but you were like, you're throwing together. You still combine things. Bologna. Yeah, exactly. You're there throwing still together some kind of active cooking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's throwing together like a ramen with a pot, like a sauce and all that stuff. And I was like, I was eating out of a yeah. can. No. <laughs> like, I, was I like, don't mind Chef Boyardee sometimes because of the novelty of it. No, he was a real chef. He was uh, Boyardee. Yeah, I know. I've, yeah. Of, yeah, I've eaten Chef Boyardee out of the can cold, like just popped open. Right. Just, totally fine. It, it's cooked. It's all yeah. cooked. Like, it's all like it's all, yeah. still. It, it was just low points. I was like, <laughs> you don't have to chew. Yeah, you can kind of just like it's swallow just, the yeah. alphabet. Um, okay, so now I got to ask something for next week. Yeah, we got a yeah. yeah, question for. Uh, what do I ask? Theoretically, we're not going to spoil it for him, but he, if you spoiled it for him already, he knows who the people are if he thinks about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but don't, don't are we think gonna about do that. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. The the, thing? Uh, uh, Might as well. Yeah. 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 We're going to come up with new questions with them, though. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to try to do. But then this, but this is always the part. This is the mainstay of it. Yeah, we're just filling time while you think of the question. It's fine. What's your favorite Rocky movie and why? Oh <laughs> or what's your favorite automobile? I was gonna say, spread it out. Be like, what's your favorite Stallone movie? 
and why. Uh, what's your favorite Stallone movie and why? <laughs> Stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah, he'll say something like that. Or what's, <laughs> your, what's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite movie and why? How about that? I'll generalize it. Could be for anyone. Favorite movie and why? Oh shit. Yeah. Cause you could That's tell rough. Like, yeah. Like I was like with no no genre no genre. Cause my favorite movie is Big, and but I I love Goodfellas, love The Godfather, yeah. love. Uh, there's so many awesome movies, but I like Big because it touched me. It was one of the first movies I saw in the theater. Tom Hanks, little kid, love that fucking movie. You know. There's, so there's what's your favorite movie and why does it star Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Why is No Holds Barred your favorite movie? <laughs> why? why? How about that? Walter, what's your uh, what's your favorite what's your favorite Stallone movie? Stop or my mom <laughs> Favorite Stallone? I don't fucking know. Uh, Cop Down. Copland, yeah. Copland. I need right. <laughs> to get the name of the movie. I think right. I saw it once. Not uh, an Expendables guy. No, Expendables was pretty that. fun. Um, I, you know what? I only saw the first one. I, didn't I said the first one. Movie. I haven't seen the second no, or the I third. Didn't see it. I, I, I like, uh, I mean, Rocky, the first one, and the second Ro- one. Rocky one is fantastic. Yeah. I was actually, I was talking with... Uh, kind of like the first Rambo. Uh, the first Rambo, he was dark. Didn't yeah. say a lot. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. And it Just like the first Death Wish. Yeah. If you watch the first Death Wish, I haven't it's seen different. any of the Death Wishes. It's you should watch Death Wishes. The Wish. first Bronson? Death Wish yeah, yeah, yeah. is better than all of the other. The other ones are cheesy, just yeah. like the rest of the yeah. Rambos. But the first Death Wish, uh, and in fact, you're hearing it here, my friend. <laughs> in <laughs> the next 10 case. years, Stallone will be in the reboot of Death Wish. You think? I is guarantee. He that, is he that age now? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's Bronson I guarantee age. you. How old, was How old was Bronson when he, he did those like movies? He was like almost 70. He's way he was, old. He was in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, or Schwarzenegger or Stallone. I bet you it's already on their desk. Might be Willis. Will be. Or Bruce Willis. But Willis he's still He's still younger, kind of. He's still One hip. of those fucks yeah. will be uh, yeah, in the yeah. reboot of Death how, Wish. How Death Wish hasn't been re- remade already. Probably it's, because Stallone's holding on to waiting. it. They're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the rights already. He's got it locked up. No, uh, but uh, yeah, Rocky, Rocky, the first Rocky is really good. I felt like we we talked about this. Scott and I want to watch Rocky backwards so they get better. Yeah, like if we just, you know what? Like my, if we just start at the my end. Series, my series, my Rocky series, yeah. it goes one, six, two, Creed, three, four, five. That makes sense. Four is a huge, part, part, it's part hugely fucked up. Is another sequel to part one. Yeah, it's as if part two. To five never happened. Part <laughs> six is a sequel to part one. What's sense. the one with the robot? Four. Four. Oh, okay. The Russian. Yeah. That's but the they, Russian one. The funniest yeah. part, the though, British is that they pack up. The, it's, it's five. Whatever he hits, he destroys. Five, five is where he loses his money, right? Like, Four, yeah, five was a waste. But either way, but, but nonetheless, there's a callback to the robot because you see the robot getting packed up when they're, like, <laughs> yeah. when they're emptying yeah. out his fucking mansion. You see them backing up the robot. Yeah. I was that like, was cool. That's cool. I was like, it's oh, the shit. same robot that's in the, the, the new Muppets movie, Happy is it? Pretty much. But I was like, but I was like, I love the fact that I, I haven't seen Creed yet. I heard it's pretty great. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's without being, it's Rocky part one on an urban level. Yeah. That's it. No, that's it. But it, which is and good. we all know what you mean by urban. Which is fine. But, it's, but, it's, but the but fact it's, that it's a f- wonderful movie. I saw that movie with Massimo and Mike Patterson. We were all bawling our eyes oh, out. Of course mm-hmm. you were. We were crying and <laughs> we loved it. We were but that's so it. happy. But, the fact, but still the fact that like, that Creed's dad died in Rocky 4 so they'd have to kind of brush over yeah. the reality that Rocky 4 yeah. is part of the storyline yeah. where you know Creed's dad yeah. did a 20 minute dance yeah. number with yeah. James, with Brown. James and Brown and then died <laughs> they don't mention it though yeah, you're exactly. right but he said yeah he said your dad was the greatest of all time like I guess like they painted Creed as it's the heavyweight Muhammad champ Ali. which is what he was Creed which, was like, Muhammad Ali it was yeah, like exactly. your dad was the greatest of all time but I, I love really, I just love really I love the movie. idea that because they all exist in continuity living in America there could be a scene there could be a scene where Creed is like, what was owning a robot like, Rocky? <laughs> uh, dude, me and what Vito, was owning me and a robot? We're already thinking of stuff to put online. Like a trailer for Creed 2. And, uh, like, it's called Creed 2, but he's not, like, Michael B. Jordan's not even in it. Matt. It's like, I walk in now to Stallone, and I'm, pa- I'm Paulie's son, and I'm all drunk, and I'm like, nah, you gotta train me. <laughs> Paulie's, uh, Paulie, which one is Paulie? Paulie's, Paulie's the drunk he's... brother in law. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, you got to train me. Right? Make me a fighter. And then, like, Mr. Oh, T's man. kid walks in. I bet you Mr. T will be in Creed Part 2. Nice. I bet you Clever Lang is showing up. Even Hogan. Dolph, Dolph's Hogan, still around. Hogan is in the next Expendables. Yeah. Oh, really? Hulk Hogan is. signed on to the next Expendables. Terry. You know with the, the, the racism stuff? Nobody cares about that. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. And All right, so, so we make have sure to get to hit the details on So this is Thursday. Yeah. Tomorrow night. 
if it's not, if that phone call that we got wasn't that it was sold out, maybe tickets at the door. Oh, no, there are tickets. There are still tickets, yeah. A few yeah, tickets there's... left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, VMG Entertainment, 7079836 or cldv.ca to buy tickets. Uh, come down. Uh, and the name of the show, again, is... It's called is... Guido Grasso Must Capiche Italian. Capiche means understand. Hey. That's correct. Yeah, do you have anything else coming up uh, you want to share? I mean, um, other than the uh, restaurant, obviously. Yeah, restaurant Sapori di Napoli. I got uh, a fundraiser or two in... Uh, February and uh, that's it. I'm, is lay, a, I'm is laying low for a while. Is there I gotta a, get up here. Is there a one uh, one stop shop? Is it your Twitter, your Facebook, your, your yeah websites? Guido Grasso on Facebook or uh, guidograsso.com or Guido Grasso comedian on Facebook. That's it. You guys are, are, are awesome. Cool. Thank, thank you for coming by. Uh, thank my you. pleasure. Uh, I, 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 episode next 99. week there'll be pizza. Yeah, trust yeah, me. You're the Wayne Gretzky of the podcast. This is, right? this is number is next episode. Episode is 100. Yeah. Four, five years in the making. I don't even know. There, there four. We've spent too much there goddamn time pizza. doing this. Now it's all coming together. February 3rd. Yeah. Live at the Comedy Works. With a man who's in this room. Live at Comedy Works. It's is it February 3rd? I got to make February sure. February 4th. Thursday, February 4th. 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 Super great. I'm walking in with pizza. Leland 4th. Ben. Leland's correcting me. <laughs> Leland is here. He's throwing now. up the four horse. Thursday, February fourth, eight thirty, live episode. Uh, Leland, Mike works. Patterson, apparently pizza. Pizza Very excited about it. It's gonna awesome. be great. Thank you again, Guido. Thank Thanks a lot. For having me. Appreciate it. It's awesome. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?